Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Joe Lobbock, pastor of Sacred Heart of Jesus Parish in Wadsworth. Welcome, Father. Thanks, Tim. It's a blessing to be here. It's awesome to have you here because, as our audience know, you're my favorite priest. (laughs) He happens to be my pastor of my home parish in Wadsworth. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, what we believe as Catholics. We've been talking about the Ten Commandments, and uh, today we're going to talk about uh, the treatment of the environment. 436 asks, how should we treat the environment? Of course, we should treat the environment with great respect because it is a creation of God just like we treat each other with respect because we are all the children of God what God has created he has made for us he's made it he entrusted it to us to use uh, to help us to feed us clothe us but again always to respect it too it's not something that you know is is more uh, for this group of people than the other group of people so it's not something that should be just kind of lopsided, as unfortunately it, it is today. And, and how do you correct that? That's a whole, whole big issue of how do we get more of an even distribution of things and more consideration toward caring for the air and the water, the land, and all the things that God has created, animals, all these things, without getting carried away and making these things some entity unto themselves, as if they are more than what God created them to be. You know, there's like the discussion of the pipeline, for example, and trying to use our own resources to be more uh, independent from uh, Saudi Arabia and foreign uh, oil sources. Of course, the, the challenge to that is that sometimes you have to destroy some natural habitat for animals and dig up the earth as you do uh, some exploration and some digging and so forth. So so I, I would assume that the church talks about a balance of doing yes. what we can to utilize the, the resources that we have for our benefit, but at the same time not being reckless about it and just doing it to, to destroy the environment, but actually utilizing it for our benefit with a minimal of damage to the earth and, and to the surrounding environment. Right, yeah. Whatever we do, we have to always be careful of the environment. But we can't just, you know, not do anything and let, you know, and it's not, again, all these things were given to man. And he gave us charge over all of creation. But he wants us to do that wisely and uh, in a way that is good for for all of us. Uh, God put the servant, put the world, the creation, animals, the land, the water at our service. He made it for us. But that doesn't mean we have to abuse it or use it just for ourselves without consideration for all those that will come after us. 
So we have to be careful. Building a pipeline is something that you have to look into and see what the what the the pros and the cons are, and and see if it's if it's if it's worthwhile doing, if it's going to to be helpful to people, and not do that much damage or or harm mm-hmm. to the environment. There's there's ways. Uh, God's given us a lot of abilities to figure these things out, and we can do it. Mm-hmm. We put our minds to it. Uh, you mentioned animals. 437 of the UCAT asks, how should we treat animals? Again, they're creatures of God. We, they, we treat them with respect. But, you know, we, we, we love them. And, but they are, you know, meant there for our use. You know, whether it's animals for that, we, that we use for food, for clothing, whatever. It's, it's, that's one of the reasons that God gave them to us. We can't just say no. We can't touch any of those things, and they're you know they have this entity under themselves. We forget what God gave them to us for. You know, Jesus did it. He used the lamb's wool. He ate the lamb. He ate the 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 produce of the earth. He ate all that stuff. You know, it was again. Uh, we use those things. God commanded that we sacrifice animals to Him. We can't say, you know, just that, you know, God doesn't know what he's talking about or something. But we're more enlightened than that he was back then. That's ridiculous. But again, it's all put into perspective. We we don't treat animals cruelly just because we're bored or something like that. Or just, Mm -hmm. you know, killing and shooting all kinds of animals and not really using them to the fullest. You know, there's, you know, you just can't say, well, I'm going to kill all these buffalo because we want their hides and let the meat rot. It's like the American Indian, the Native Americans used it all very wisely. They used everything and they only took what they needed. And we should really take very much the same approach. It's all right to do, but we don't do it in a wasteful way. Mm-hmm. 438 of the UCAT asks, why does the Catholic Church have her own social teaching? Well, because it's it can be, it, we, our social teaching is guided by the Word of God and our care and, and respect for other human beings. A lot of this concern arose uh, as, a result, as a result of the Industrial Revolution. Uh, Pope Leo XIII was the first in Rerum Novarum in, in the 1890s to talk about these sort of things. I think maybe Pius IX may have said some things before that he was pope during the height of the industrial revolution but again it calls us to back to the word of god and the teachings of jesus christ that people are more important than things you know we we it's good a lot of people benefited from it but again it became very lopsided where a few people benefited much more than anybody else but there were some people who had companies, industries that really did take care of their employees, and that's the way it should be. I mean, you, the the person who is in charge and takes the chance should make a little bit more, but not what it was and as it is today, where the CEOs and people make millions and millions and millions of dollars every year. That's not really fair, and I doubt that's what God intended. I mean, how much money does one person need? 
but not you do you don't stand at a window and throw it out on the street either but there's mm-hmm. lots of ways to do it in some companies even the more modern uh technological companies there are some good examples of people that use their profits and give them back to their employees and not kind of hoard them for themselves so there is a, a social teaching is all about it's not just about it's not a socialism that's not what it's about mm-hmm. the church's social teaching has nothing to do with socialism it's all about the social justice the the justice that exists or should exist in a society of people who are working and are concerned about the common good not just good of some people, but the good of everyone. Benedict XVI said charity is at the heart of the church's social doctrine. Absolutely, that's what it's all about. Charity, the love of God, the love of neighbor. That's what it's all about. It's not about, as it is in so many cases, it's not about greed and selfishness and what I can get out of it and how much I can accumulate. You know, granted, there, there again, there are a lot of people that, that have a lot of money that do a lot of good with it. Foundations and mm-hmm. things like that that they set up that do wonderful things for many people. And that's wonderful. That's the way I think God intended. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to give that, you know, back uh, to, to your employees and, and building them up and taking care of them and paying a just wage, a good wage for mm-hmm. the work that's done. That's all part of it. That's what uh, Benedict is saying, that this is about charity. Charity is not just giving money to people who just need it or who can't get it any other way. That's not the true meaning of charity. We have that aspect of charitable giving, mm-hmm. helping those. But charity is a real concern. It's love. Again, the welfare of the other person, what's best for for everybody, mm-hmm. but at the same time, Father, it's okay to be profitable. And and if I'm I'm thinking of Henry Ford and Andrew Carnegie, just as a couple of, yeah. of examples, where they found a need and filled it, and did so on a massive scale, where they they did right. it. I'm thinking of Bill Gates with Microsoft and some of the other right. Steve Jobs with Apple, where these guys were uh, very intelligent. They had a vision. They acted on it. They risked a lot of money, and they were able to build massive companies and employ millions of people. people. Right, exactly. So there's a balance where it's it's okay yeah. to be profitable, but yes. we're saying not at the expense, unfairly, of taking advantage of, of people. people. Yeah. So 439 asks, how did the church's social teaching develop? Well, like I said, it was you know something that arose mainly out of the Industrial Revolution, uh, there was a greater need. Before that, it was all pretty much agricultural. And uh, again, there were indiscrepancies. There were uh, injustices between the people that owned the land, the people that worked the land. Mm-hmm. But it it seemed to be, you know, not that big a problem until it became very obvious. Because you had, with the Industrial Revolution, concentrations of people in large cities, in small areas, a heavy concentration of people living in ways that, you know, at least when the uh, in the when it was more agricultural, people had their own uh, plot of land in which they also took care of 
as well as as the plantation or the the whole big area that they were using the for who was in charge or who owned the land mm-hmm. so it worked out fairly well but not like when you have the industrial revolution they had no means of living in a city like that in tenements and things and being able to do anything for themselves take care of themselves mm-hmm. grow food you know so it became more of a need that they needed to have more money mm-hmm. more means in which to provide for their families so out of that whole situation where there was a, a great injustice being perpetrated that you know the church had to speak out and remind people of of the love of god and the love we are called to have for each other awesome we've been listening to father joe Lobick as we discuss what we believe as catholics from the ucat the youth catechism of the catholic church father could we have your blessing before we go today and may the blessings of almighty god the father son and holy spirit descend upon you and remain with you forever amen, amen. just a reminder that all of our past faith with father shows are archived at livingbreadradio.com and if you need to find a certain subject of a show Right on the home page in the upper right-hand side is a search box. Just type in the subject that you're looking for, and all of the shows will be listed right there on the page. It's an easy way to find any subject that we've covered here on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. God bless you. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.